Felix here, and I'm at the airport to apologize for the sound quality here, but it's a couple of important things I want you to know. First, what the Fed is up to, but the short squeeze warning is because major Wall Street banks are warning we're at the end of this cycle here. So what actually happened? Well, we've had a massive, massive squeeze up last week. Hedge funds actually bought stocks for the first time in weeks, and that was to cover their painful, bleeding short positions. And at the same time, of course, it was all caused by the Fed. Now, the Fed's cutting or threatening to cut interest rates has literally created a $2 trillion spike in the last three days um, of, of stocks and bonds going up, which is absolutely insane. And the Fed came out at the end of last week feeling a little frightened by what they triggered off. They're like, oh, this is a little bit more than we had in mind. And therefore, they got out the big guns and the big guns were, um, we're going to light a little bit here. The big guns are Williams, Bostick and Goldsby. They unleashed them and they were basically saying, hey, maybe we won't cut rates in March. Maybe we haven't even thought about it yet. Trying to get some doubt into your mind, into your head, so that you wouldn't be freaking out uh, or you'd be freaking out a little bit less into the into this melt up that we've been in. And I don't think it's going to be successful because I think the the momentum is too strong here. But at the same th time, I think we have learned don't fight the Fed. So on the coaching calls we've had over the weekend with my my, um, my mentees and stuff, we were looking at, look, where is the resistance? Where are the, the peaks? And on something like IWM, the Russell, we are at the peak. So we've got some pretty strong resistance here. Now, the S&P, I think 4,800 is possible. But... I would still be very cautious doing it. I would not be chucking all my money at chasing everything. Now, the one thing that I think might be worth chasing, and again, this is not financial advice, is NEO. Because, and I'll put out a whole separate video on this today, the battery test that they've just done is insane. The Abu Dhabi money just coming into them, I think it's great. Yeah, it might be dilutive, but still, like, it's just, you know, it's the money. And... Therefore, if you look at laggards, I think that's a laggard of laggards. I mean, they really haven't gone anywhere uh, all year. The stock's just gone sideways around $7, $7.50. Um, how would I do that? Um, watch the video that I put out a little bit later. I actually walk you through a real, real trade there. Um, but yeah, I just want to look a little bit more generally at the market here as I, I can't do a live today, guys, because I'm, I'm, I'm actually flying. Um, but yeah, the, the dash for trash is something that worries me. If you read our newsletter, Trading Floor Whispers, and I encourage you to go to felixfriends.org slash sub, felixfriends.org slash sub. And we literally talk about the bonk coin. That's a real thing. It's up 18,000%. And those kind of things say to me, maybe we've overdone it a little bit. <laughs> Maybe people are getting a little bit, you know, they're screaming diamond hands and to the moon again. And when that happens, doesn't mean the market's going to tank the next day or the next week. But I just think you can bear it in mind with your positioning that you're probably somewhere near a peak. And that peak can last for a while. And there are many reasons for trash and 
non-profitable stocks and crummy tech stocks to rally because rates are going to come down. And for every percentage point, they should go up 10%, not 18,000% though. So the bonk coin is not one that I'm going to put all my money into, at least not at this price point. So watch the treasury yields. The bond market is a little bit more sober. They uh, snort less cocaine and therefore they're a good indicator. When yields go down the market, the stock market goes up. When yields go up, sooner or later, the stock market comes down. So the second thing that's going to come out is the reverse repo facility of the Fed. We drained about $150 billion out of that in the second half of last week, which means it's the biggest drawdown since the Silicon Valley banking collapse. So that matters because they're going to run out of money there. And at some point, they're going to have to come up with the next bailout. And they will. They will bail out banks again. And that could be an interesting one. Uh, so at the moment, we probably have a couple of months left. Well, it could, in theory, run out in January. Um, but I would, I would really, really focus back on quality. I would say this is a stock picker's market. I think there are good tech stocks out there that actually have a good business, that have enough cash, that have improving margins and have revenue growth. That's really the important thing and are going to do well in 2024. But then there is also all the, the junk, the plugs and, you know, those kind of things, which are just shitty businesses. And they're just rallying more because they've been beaten up so much. But that's probably just hedge funds and Reddit degenerates doing that. So you have to pick your corner. And if you're just looking for the long-term gains, go for quality. High gross margins, improving gross margins. If it's a growth stock, the revenue growth better be there. Otherwise, what are we looking at here? And look at the balance sheet. How much cash have they got on there? How much cash are they burning? And I think if you do that consistently, you can actually find some really, really great names. Like we put out an IWM benchmark about a week ago or so. I know a lot of you guys have made a lot of money out of that, which is absolutely brilliant. And then the second thing is do the short-term stuff. And Join me tomorrow. I will teach our three-step simple trading protocol at felixschrenzer.org slash webinar. I'll do it for my hotel room because I really, really enjoy doing these. And I think it just shifts your entire framework into what actually bankers do, what hedge funds do. And it's not complicated. It's really, really, very, very simple. So I would do that. And um, I'm going to go and grab myself another snack here. So I'm, I'm in the tea house of this glorious lounge. This is what airport lounges should look like. Let me just show you. See that behind me there? So the end of the tunnel is all lounge. I will run you through it. This is why I love uh, being in Hong Kong. Back there is some bathrooms. You can have showers on there. And here is the bar where you can, actually, no, no, this is the, um, this is the coffee room where you can get for desserts and snacks. And, um, here are more showers back there. This is the noodle bar, which is my favorite room because you can get dim sum and freshly cooked noodles from, look at that lovely chef back there. It's really, really fresh, it's fantastic. Um, airfield to the other side. And then you can also have Western food, of course, which is what you have. Oh, this is the bar, actually. This is where the alcoholics reside, <laughs> uh, which is why it isn't my spot. 
Uh, but yeah, you can get proper cocktails in here and then one step further. I'll show you that as well. It's just so nice. I mean, just traveling like this is just such a pleasure. Christmas music's on. Um, and here you can get Western food, pizza and all that sort of stuff. And it's a lovely Christmas tree here at the end. So yeah, honestly, guys, if you haven't yet traveled through um, Asia's first class cities, highly, highly recommended. And, you know, I was reading something about a chap the other day and actually yesterday, and he was saying he wanted to go to Myanmar, Burma. And he was saying he was going to do it on his 50th birthday. And then you basically can't go now, right? It's sort of pretty much a closed off country at the moment. And um, he's really feeling quite irritated with himself that he can't go. And I think the lesson really is don't put stuff off. Don't put living off. Don't put the glorious things off until some magical date. Like you want to do it now. Obviously, you've got to get into a financial place to be able to do that. And therefore, you also got to really just jump up and down all over that because not everything is available like when you're ready so you just got to be ready you got to be ready now and um i'm super happy i traveled through burma eight years ago nine years ago or something beautiful country amazing people and um yeah it's just a shame what they're going through so don't wait whatever you want in life get it get it right now